Bienvenidos a otro episodio de Informed Idiots. Aquí estoy con todos mis amigos Nate, Josh y claro Ian. Hola. Hello, <laughs> That was a little Spanish introduction for Hispanic Heritage Month. How are you guys doing this week? Good. I'm good, man. In Colorado Springs this week. You're in Colorado Springs? Yep. Oh, damn. That's dope. Yep. Last week recorded from um, Baltimore. This week I'm in Colorado. So are you going to start giving us like a... Uh, a take of the city that you're in every time the record or what? I can. I actually went out last night in downtown Colorado Springs. Um, I ate at this place called the garden. Nice. It's a new, uh, new little kind of open air bar. It was really cool. Um, it, the, the layout of the city is really interesting. Um, I mean, look out one side of my hotel and I see downtown and turn around and there's the mountains. Um, there's a lot of, it's kind of, has a bit of a like downtown Kansas city vibe to it mm -hmm. um, where there's lots of like hip trendy places. There's a lot of like street art and graffiti and stuff. Um, yeah. Denver's like get to, like that in that Rhino district too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you just go down Colorado Avenue down here and it takes you into old city, Colorado, and then you're in Manitou Springs. And um, it's, it's really cool. If, if you're, if you don't want the hustle and bustle of Denver, Uh, Colorado Springs definitely seems like someplace that might be your vibe. He's staying right by where I wanted to stay when we first were all talking about going to uh, Denver before COVID. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like right in there, that same area. I was like, I am Ooh. the hotel I'm staying at is is the Antlers. It's a Wyndham place. It's a historical site down mm -hmm. here. Um, I guess it was one of the original like hotels um, once when the area was kind of established. So it's pretty cool. I mean, it, it's. I would I would highly recommend it if you like Colorado and you want to see a different um, piece of it than what you're used to. Um, this would definitely be recommended. Go to the Lexus Colorado Springs. Buy your car. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I I'll mean, be doing right that. Right there but... by the Garden of the Gods. Hell yeah, mm -hmm. that's dope. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, enough about that. That talks to you. Pretty cool though that you are staying that. That's uh, really Man, you cool. should if... get a picture. A sports-related place every time you go to a different town. Yep, and you have to be wearing a Chiefs jersey or, or Chiefs or apparel. You can go with Royals. I have. I, I wear. A, I literally have a Chiefs Super Bowl hat that that is part of my travel attire. I have a specific outfit that I basically wear every time I'm traveling home or to wherever I'm going, and my Chiefs Super Bowl hat is is a staple. Good, good, good. Because that's like uh, anywhere, especially when you go to places like Baltimore and Denver, that's kind of a reminder yeah. of letting them know where they stand. Like, yeah, you guys might think you're the shit, but then there's the Chiefs out there. So Yeah, and I don't go any I'm, – I'm not going to Florida, so I won't, don't have to worry about being around any Tampa Bay fans to talk me trash. Hey, you, uh, were, yeah. you were in Baltimore well, last week? Yeah, yeah, I was upset because um, huh. I was in Baltimore – the week that they weren't there and oh, had, I, yeah. had i had i traveled to baltimore this week i would have been there on sunday and i would have gone to the game dude nate so what you should do is if you happen to be in a city where the chiefs are playing you should take a little totem and bury it as close to maybe their field as you can get 
or what? <laughs> and that way we won't lose. How the, how the hell is he going to get in the stadium? Not the field itself, <laughs> just near the stadium. <laughs> so in a couple of weeks, next time the Chiefs are on the road and they're in the West Coast, if yeah. you hear a story about a Chiefs fan being arrested, <laughs> right. uh, it'll be Josh's fault. <laughs> Um, just trying to bring the good juju. We need better run defense. <laughs> so okay, so let's. But that's actually that. a good. Hey, exactly, good that's a good transition. Let's exactly. Move into this. So okay, clearly, so everybody. Here's, here's go some ahead. real quick news on Baltimore, right? Because you are wanting to segue into it, correct? So, did you guys know Lamar Jackson missed practice today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. because yeah, I hope it's the damn hip that he landed on when he flipped into the field. Well, he said he was sore, but I don't. I'm not. It I'm not listed, taking too. It was listed as illness. Yeah, I'm not too worried about How it. How do you not get taunting for that? I don't. Because let's not de- let, look. Save that for the end of the conversation. Because uh, that we won't talk about anything else. I'll be upset. Uh, yeah, the rule is so dumb. Yeah, it but is. let's talk about this game, right? So clearly, yeah. everybody everywhere um, in our group text during the game, we were all complaining about the run defense. Um, I yes. think we have a. I think we have a varying level of take hot takedness on it um me personally i definitely think that that something it it needs to be addressed but i also think people you know context is key we face the browns and the ravens Mm -hmm. two of the clear best running teams in football that's that's what i wanted to get kind of you guys' outtake just real quick just just off the bat what did you guys think of the game i think it's got in few words, yeah. like, are you guys where? Are About you guys? Are I, you guys... I still, I still think like when our uh, talking offensively, I think our offense gets ahead by two touchdowns, and we don't keep our foot on the throat, and we let up, and then shit like that happens. Because we went on, what was it, seven minutes left in the third quarter till the close to the end of the fourth before we even scored again. So I mean, you went like twenty-two minutes without scoring. Mm-hmm. So I think our offense needs to be a little more consistent as well. But our defense, they got to do something. So mm-hmm. go ahead. You guys go ahead because I've, I've kind of a couple things to talk about. I, I, I too. I mean, me too. Go ahead, Josh. Um, I think everybody don't scare me, um, even from the idiot side and just being a fan. It's everybody around us as a you're kind of cutting out there. Oh, those are the two out. best running teams. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I understand it's the two best running teams. Against Lost you again. Yeah, you're, you're kind of cutting out. But I'll go ahead. Just yeah, try to work with your mic. I'll go ahead. Um, the thing that I, I, I'll go ahead and take for, oh, that I took away from this is honestly, like, as a Chiefs fan, I wasn't necessarily, like, worried or depressed or anything like that coming away from this it honestly just looked like any other regular Baltimore Chiefs game that I've watched only the you know the ending was not what we normally are used to seeing but I mean it, it ended up you know being a you know a fight to the end like it normally is and the Chiefs with the ability to win the game like they normally do the only reason why we really didn't come away with this game is because of that fumble, even with that interception that we've never really seen. Obviously, this is the first interception that Patrick Mahomes throws in September. Um, 
I didn't necessarily, you know, think that that was like the, oh man, you know, now we're going to lose type stuff. Like we we were in perfect position to win the game had he not fumbled the football, had Clyde. And it's not even like Clyde is a fumbler, like Andy Reid said, like he's not really worried. I'm not worried also about, you know, Clyde fumbling the ball again. You know, that's not just something, this is the first fumble that I've seen him, you know, put down to my recollection. I think Clyde um, had never fumbled in his college career. Right. There, he had some ridiculous, like, so, and, and it was an incredible play. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, you know, and take, again, context is key. Take everything into account, right? Lamar Jackson played the best game he's ever played against the Chiefs. Probably one of the best whoa, whoa, games whoa, I've whoa, seen whoa, him play. Let's not. Let's not. I, as far as like maybe rushing wise, but he did two two interceptions. One being the pick six. So I don't want to say the best, um, because he didn't necessarily look. He looked like Lamar Jackson normally does. Um, like well, I, I said, in my opinion, that's the best game he's played against us. Maybe against us, yes. Well, that's what I said. Against the Chiefs, right? Against the Chiefs. That's the best game he's played against us. And to throw two interceptions that early in the game, one of them gets run back, and to still come back and be able to do what he did, like, that's a big step for Lamar, right? Like, and and that's what we're going to be dealing with as Chiefs fans moving forward. All of these other guys are now going to start to raise their level of play to try and meet you know, the expectations of what Mahomes, you know, carries, you know, when you play Pat, you're expected to be perfect. You have to do something otherworldly, you know, Pat's going to bring Mahomes magic to the, to the game. I also think that when you, when you look at the team, right? Like, so it's easy to say, well, they're one of the better rushing teams, but most people don't know what that really means. Like every good rushing team has their own unique scheme and way that they, they get what they get. And there is no, to me, there's not a bigger challenge in the run game than to go against Baltimore. That the way that Lamar can manipulate you and the field, like do that one run for like nine yards or whatever it was. He, he changed directions with his hip. Like his ankles went left, his knees went right. His hips went left, his upper, like every part of his body went a different way. <laughs> And he was in control of it. And like yeah. everybody just falls over because it's he's insanely talented, right? So and see, like, this I, is go ahead, go ahead, Ian. I, I just I don't know. It's hard because I read somewhere that our defensive line um is taking up twenty five percent of our salary cap this year. And they've lifted listed off some statistics. I don't remember what they were, but it's almost like our defensive line doesn't even exist being the highest paid defensive line in the league this year. So I just feel like our defensive line has to do a better job of at least plugging holes. Cause I don't think they did that very well. So, last so game. I, I was going to get to that. Right. And because what, what also comes along with a guy like Lamar is, and they did a pretty good job of highlighting it during the game. Like Chris Jones is, is a defensive tackle who is now playing defensive end. That's because we play Madden and we play football games to us that doesn't really mean anything, right? But like, hey, uh, what I'd like you to do now is, um, you know, the guy that works with you at your job, but you don't do his job. You guys work at the same place, right? I need you to go and do his job, but also make absolutely no mistakes. Like that mentality is what people ignore. And so 
does the defense need to get better? Yes. Does the line need to improve their play? Yes. Do but we know this defense of Spagnolo is is a mm-hmm. difficult one. And with four new guys essentially playing on the defensive line, guys in new positions, new responsibilities, couple that with new linebackers and, and like a whole new linebacking core and what three new players in the secondary or two new players in the secondary, however you look at that nickel or, or base, what, what we need to kind of cool the jets on is like, these guys will figure out their responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Chris Jones will make a read. He'll, instead of standing there, not, not sure which way to go. Am I going after the running back? Am I going after Lamar? The fits of the linebackers, the fits of where the nickelback or the safety comes to, like things that most people don't understand what's happening in the midst of a play. Like if we started a, a, a play and, and showed a Lamar Jackson run and then paused it two seconds after the snap and you went to 100 Chiefs fans and said, please point out to me which lineman is blocking which defender and then point out to me what responsibility each defender has. I bet almost <clears throat> nobody would – they'd be like, what? Huh? They wouldn't yeah. be able to identify it. Yeah, and right see, now the defense is still – those guys are still figuring it out themselves, yeah. right? And this is why – and this is kind of exactly what I was kind of getting at. Like, the season is still young. Like, last year we returned 22 starters, which is why we look like a well-oiled machine week one. You know, so just like back to what Nate was saying, like, people are still kind of figuring out their roles. Like, we got rookies playing. We got people that haven't played that position before. You know, so we got a lot of new moving parts happening. And even till then, like I said, we still had the opportunity to win the game. Like, Orlando Brown actually looked better to me, you know, from week one than he did from week two. Uh, Maybe because he wasn't playing Miles Garrett, but... You know, he actually, you know, he, he looked like a like a solid bowl. Like before, I was actually kind of worried about, uh, you know, was, it, was Orlando Brown kind of going to be a bust or not. I haven't rewatched really the game. But... I get it. I, I'm i going to be – if I don't see much improvement in like week seven or something, week six, week seven. I just – Yeah. I don't, see, like... I don't see the Chiefs being – I mean, their offense is good, but – the defense just can't keep relying on the offense. To, but to and the, another thing that you the another thing that you also got to think about if you guys seen like Baltimore gave it their all like we got their mm-hmm. best yeah. because they literally it was their Super Bowl. If you guys saw them celebrate after the game, it was their fucking Super Bowl. It just was, like the Raiders was last year. And it was the first time they they had fans back at home in their mm-hmm. stadium and it's the biggest challenge it's the media storyline for the entire week it's it you know it's what we're used to now as Chiefs fans where you know it's Brady versus Mahomes it's Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes it's Lamar versus Mahomes it's Josh Allen versus Mahomes like yeah. no they actually don't touch the field at the same time until the game is over people it's not mm-hmm. Lamar it's the defense versus those guys. Nate, but, you um, might have touched on this, but I might have missed it. But um, like, didn't it take a while to t- touch on our defense? Didn't it take a while last year, like six weeks yes. almost, and before we, we like connected we and they just, were going and rolling? Yeah, yeah. I was right before you got invited back in. That's kind of what we. That's that's kind of what led us to this point of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was so, I, I mean, was reinforcing? Yeah, you know. But I still want to see having those two teams, I want to see the Browns and I want to see the Ravens defense. 
is before I throw in the towel on the Chiefs team. I agreed with that. Your, you had to say. your mic is still cutting in and out. What do you? What did you do to my mic? What did you do to your <laughs> mic? Um. So one of the things that I I was kind of getting to about Orlando Brown was, and I need to rewatch it. But when I when I watched the game, and they showed the replay, to me, and this is where I need to rewatch because I'm not for sure. But to me, it looked like Brown was supposed to chip the D end before he released fully outside. And because he didn't even get a hand on the D end, Tooney, the left guard was kind of left out to dry engaging with the guy in front of him. And then his, his responsibility was to shift left and to try and take on the defensive end. But because nobody really got a hand on him, he had just the perfect play to get in there and knock the ball free from Clyde. And it was an incredible, that dude had like, game of his life. So mm-hmm. right. And if you see, like, the ball was kind of coming loose or he was kind of, you know, moving it around right before he got hit. So he didn't have, like, a tight grip on that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, it was just a free play. I'm not really worried about it because, like I said, it's it's it was week two yeah, I'm not to the worried Ravens. About the, I'm not worried about Ravens. the Clyde fumble or the turnovers. It's just I am concerned about the defense. I get it's only week two, but – Man. I tell you what, I, he's I have... very rough to watch. Go ahead, Josh. You know what I mean? He he just just tuck the fucking ball, take a sack, and don't try to. I mean, especially like if it's third down, we had three, into the yeah, game. We had three timeouts left. The Mahomes interception is is far more egregious to me, and you gotta think there were move, there man. were a lot it of just... plays that that I felt like Pat didn't do his offensive line any favors, mm-hmm. right? He kind of relied on the magic a little bit too much. Josh ain't ready for this conversation, though. It's really, it's really funny. Yeah. We were, I was watching the Monday night game, and especially the first half, Jared Goff's work in manipulating the pocket was incredible. He, the he, first he, half. Yeah, the first half. <laughs> he, he really helped his offensive line in a lot of plays by just mm-hmm. a half step back, a half step forward. And I was texting my dad, and I'm like, you're going you're gonna to flame me for this. But it's like, this is what I mean when I say I wish Pat would work the pocket a little more. Like, imagine that you're that – imagine you're Peyton Manning, Patrick, like, and then well, only I mean, rely on your That's athleticism. I agree, I but but rewatch the game, right? Even even both weeks, there's there's a lot of plays where you're like, mm, okay, like it's hard to be like Patrick, don't escape the pocket, but at the same time, it's like I really wish just you know, like give me a half second. <laughs> That's more. what I mean give by me. listen, take a sack. That's what I mean. Like, take a sack every once exactly. You know? Listen, it's it's just a hang double in there and keep good, you know, keep control of the ball. If it's third down, when did he that interception? Were they on? I feel like they were pushing towards the red zone. When they yeah, they were. I, I mean, think, come on, you can kick a field like goal. That's three points you missed out on. But it, look, it's at, a double-edged sword here. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't. We can't say Patrick. You know, run around and give your players time to to get open, and and also say you know Pat. Don't move around the pocket because I think we're saying the, 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 thing, that, the thing that the thing that the thing that makes him great so is also the thing the that's a little bit. It's right, but I mean that's also the thing that makes him great is, is the ability. Like, look at the Super Bowl. If Absolutely, it's further than that, though. Down, I mean, I mean, if you can if you can twist and contort your body in that motion while running, you know he's got 
an obscene control over if he's just standing there. He's proved it many times. Now, right. So, I mean, and I'm not saying he can't do better at, you know, as far it, as like standing in that pocket, but we also have to remember that that's one of the things that makes Patrick Patrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also one of the things that, in my opinion, were one of the big one of the big reasons why why we lost the Super Bowl. I don't know, man. I think it was it, our it receivers was dropping balls. It was, well, it, it was that. Factor, and, but, yes, it was. But I would it, say it was uh, one one of one of four or five major yes, major things, the major themes of yeah. the game. I'll tell you what I'm actually worried about, though. What I'm really worried about is the linebacking core. I I uh-huh. um, I'm a Nick Bolton fan because he plays at Mizzou, but I didn't really M-I-C. want him on the team. Not that I'm not happy he's here, but. It's clear as day, if you just watch Nick Bolton, he gets abused in pass coverage. He's just a half a step too slow. And the thing that I've felt the defense has missed is that I, – I, and I, I don't – it drives me nuts because I look at this defense and I'm like, why do you keep getting average linebackers, linebackers when well, I we would much rather – should have Melvin Garden. Melvin I wouldn't – Melvin Ingram is a pass rusher. What what you need though is a, what he's a linebacker because he plays in a three four. Right, when, right, when right. But in, when he played his whole career in San Diego, he was a defensive end. He's just a pass rusher. Anyways, the point that I'm making is we don't ever take swings at those like hyper athletes. Like, give me the dude who runs a four five at linebacker. I would much rather you coach him up to be better technically than to get the guy who was really good technically, but you can't make like you're as fast as you're, you are right. Like you can't coach speed. You can, you can do little things to like help guys, but a guy I mean, who runs a four five tackles. isn't, well, isn't going to be a four three. Right. But he had eight tackles because he gave up 65 yards receiving. Right. Like I would rather have the hyper athlete who has two tackles in the game, but gives up nine yards receiving. I think that's where Nate What were you saying? I, I think that's why we missed Willie Gay. Like Absolutely. if we had him this last game, they go it would be a completely different game if we had him. Yeah, but it goes back to what you, we were also saying in the beginning. The dude's a rookie. He's had three total games, two if we're counting, you know, regular season. Well, he's tied to, for our leading tackler. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And like, he like the Ravens, he tied with him. He, he he is a rookie. Like, let's not let's give him till the end of the year to at least decide what kind of a linebacker he's going to be. I'm not I'm not ready well, to be like, man. I really wish we wouldn't have got him. I mean, I, I, he's not looking I agree bad. To a point. I agree. I agree. What you're saying, he could do a lot better, but he's also a rookie. Like he's well, he, he's not going to be. And that's he, not even what I'm saying, though, right? Like, like we didn't think he was going to be. Uh, you know. At Ray Lewis, day one, like we didn't think he was going to do that in his career. No, no. But so, my point, my point more is this: is he's too go small. and look at go and look at his entire college career. It's the same issues that he's going to have in the NFL, except they're going to be larger. You know, go and like look around the entire landscape of the NFL and find me a guy who has measurables and like similar build and characteristics as Nick Bolton. There's not any. There's like one that's a good pass coverage guy and that's my point right like well we don't really guys like Isaiah Simmons running backs I think we had this discussion before the draft right talking about how we're more of a of a passing defense and it seems like our linebackers at least for the past three years have been kind of shitty against the run 
where you're like, but I don't feel they're, like they're that not that's good against, the main. Our linebackers aren't good against the pass. If you go back and look at the the I don't, I, look I don't at for the run, them to be. the they, defense they want... the defense is susceptible to good receiving backs and good receiving tight ends. Now that's like every defense, right? But isn't that, that their kind of game plan? Hard... But my point is, we have one, we have one guy on the roster right now who anybody thinks can have the speed to actually run with these guys. And it's Willie Gay. And he's been on the team for two years and he's essentially missed one of those combined. Right. Like, right. But he's, so he's injured though right point. now. We, so no, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like that, the one guy who could fill that gap that I see is the one guy who keeps being injured. Yeah. And there's nobody else that is built like that. Athlete, super athlete linebacker on the team. Yeah. Every yeah. other linebacker is a guy who you go, like, why didn't Anthony Hitchens and Bolton have a lot of tackles? Dude, you guys are bitching about it because we gave up 200-plus yards rushing. Like, yeah. So they better have double-digit tackles. There's a reason that they had double-digit tackles because the line wasn't making any stops, and we weren't – and the, the cornerbacks were covering, right? So like, yeah. it, But it, it, it's really hard, especially when it's Baltimore doing that RPO, like – I mean, it's it, it's it's really it's just I'm not again. It's the second day in New Baltimore. Against... No, and and again, but just like we've been saying, I agree with pretty much everything you're saying, right? I'm just my point is, if if you had a guy who was a step and a half faster than Bolton and Hitchens playing linebacker out there, they cover up the misstep or the misread so is, way better. Is Gay not that for you? Right no, he is, but he doesn't play. Yeah, but he yeah, but he's he just doesn't play. He's just yeah. not on the field, right? I got That's a I got I mean. a question for you guys. Um, if we're talking about you know this player, that player, why do you guys think we're not giving the opportunity or the snaps per se to Pringle instead of uh, instead of Hardman? Like, why do you guys think Pringle's not getting the the opportunity? I think that changes think, after this week. Yeah, do you think sure. it's because it, – well, I mean, even – I mean, do, do you really think it's really going to change? Because it, even Pringle got, you know, most of the uh, – you know, he did play – he played better than Hardman did week one and, and, and still – he's. I feel like Pringle has constantly uh, – produced or shown that he can produce and the low low uh targets that he gets like for example this year just this year he's got three targets he's got 69 yards for three targets and hard four yards in eight targets so like or in eight catches so like if you if we're going off like you know production pringle is is killing hardman in in production like, why aren't we giving him the the opportunity to be our number two um, instead of Hardman? So you mean um, our number three? Or <laughs> no? Who's, who's well? I mean, you know what I'm. Why it's, receiver? It's, it's the two slash three, right? Like, right. Like, however you want to split that hair. Um, the the point is, who's that third target outside of Tyreek and Travis? To me. I think the draft capital and I've got to imagine that he's one of those guys who's just so tantalizing when you see him in practice that it's hard to not, not put him out there. But so let's see week one. Like I think he's even even out production Robinson and Robinson. I feel like he's getting more, more snaps than, 
I feel like then, you're. I feel like you're Patrick Har- Mahomes. Hardman is really fast receivers, and you just go out there and throw the ball to us. Yeah, but I mean, you got to also can... see like who's who's doing better than if to me if if the naked eye, if I see that Hardman is doing better or uh, Pringle is doing better than Hardman, I mean. Maybe to me, the only thing that makes sense is is like like Nate said, so is the draft capital. Like we at, drafted Hardman well, in round two. It's hey, more than that, right? As an idiot, we lost. Nah, it. You hey, say? hey, as an idiot, real quick, what does it matter? Two versus or I mean, it's te- two versus three. I mean, what are you running a, a completely different route, shorter routes, uh, snaps, routes? Like I mean, you're on the field more. If you're yeah, a number, if it's your role, right? Yeah. And and so Pringle Pringle has played 11 offensive snaps in, in week one and 11 in week two, versus 45 and 40 for Hardman and 48 and 30 for Demarcus Robinson. Mm-hmm. So he had 17 percent of the offensive snaps and 22 percent of the offensive snaps as Byron Pringle. What that tells me is a couple of things. One, it's probably fit, right? Like. We draw up a play, and we want this type of player running this type of route. I think for from Ivan's perspective, like you're so focused on it that when Pringle does have a big play, it makes you go, ooh, why isn't he getting more? But part of it is like this is kind of the larger issue that I've had. It feels to me like there's three ways a play can be made on offense. The quarterback makes a play. The, the receiver, you know, whoever receives the ball makes a play and the play makes the play. And it feels to me like 80% of the Chiefs good plays are the quarterback or the receiver making the play. It does not very often feel like the play call gets them the success. And when you watch other teams, like when you watch Detroit even versus Green Bay, it does, you know what I'm saying? Like the play call was so successful, it put the guys in a position to win that snap. And yeah. it doesn't feel like that happens as often as it should for the Chiefs' offense. And I mean, to, they're not the running out. Picture, you, when, I feel like when you say that, you're making it sound like they're just running around out there like a bunch of kids playing flag football. And whoever gets open. No, but I mean, think about I, think about last week when Travis Kelsey did his post game interview, and he literally said, "Like, yeah, I made up my route." That so you can't attribute it to anything else. Well, if, the quarterback if, and receiver making a play, right? But I mean? if you go back and and listen to a lot of what they also say, is a lot of routes are not. Hey, you're running this route. A lot of routes are. Yeah, you have to read the defense exactly. Yeah, a lot, a lot of especially on Travis Kelsey's routes. A lot of Travis Kelsey's routes is read the defense, read the coverage. He pretty much always runs an option route. I mean, basically everybody runs an option route at this point on most snaps. But to finish my point on Pringle, I think he's very, very, very impactful on in special teams, and so I think because we don't because we don't have enough guys to fill those slots, that they're saying, look. What we gain from him on offense is negligible to what we would lose in the other areas that he's very, very beneficial for us at. And kind of to your point, Yvonne, I don't think there's really any difference between Hardman, Robinson, and Pringle. Like, we just – it's kind of like the backup quarterback syndrome, right? Like, your starting quarterback sucks. Everybody's like, we want to see the other guy. You know, I saw him in three snaps, and he looked all right. Like, it's that ex-girlfriend effect, right? Like – the grass is greener on the other side, however you want to phrase it. 
I just feel like we didn't do anything to improve the receiving core this off season. And we've had Pringle on the team for what, this is his third or fourth year now. Like this dude is what he is. He is what he is. He's never going to be really anything more or less than this. He's going to be a really good number four and number five. He'll probably have one or two really good productive games when a corner gets hurt or Hardman rolls his ankle and they're not prepared for the diff- slight difference in how he runs his routes. Yeah. Well, I think I think they like him more in situational plays on offense anyway, like a third third down because he's like he, one of our bigger receivers. He he's a really good. Biggest... He's a really good blocker too, right? Like that's more yeah, what you I think get that's where from. most of his snaps are played is in situational football, like on critical like second and longs or third and longs or third and mediums or whatever you want to call. So I, I think they try to utilize him more as a situational wide receiver than an everyday or an every down receiver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, maybe that's, that's exactly why I just like, I would like to see him just a little bit more uh, just to see uh, what, um, what would happen. Uh, but real quick, I heard this on the radio real quick, right before we, uh, we got on. Um, you know how they call Russell Wilson Mr. Limit, uh, Unlimited? How he calls himself Mr. Unlimited? Yeah, Mr. Unlimited, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, true, but they also now call him that. Uh, well, now they're calling uh, Frank Cart Mr. Limited. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that on the radio today, and I thought that was pretty uh, pretty accurate to, I, to this year. I think Frank is one of those guys who it's easy to gripe about and in, in, but in if there's ever a person in a big time moment that's going to make a play it's him or it's Chris Jones right like those he he is same I'll say the same thing again Byron Pringle is who he is right Frank Clark at this point we know who Frank Clark is like he's yep. going to he's going to make some plays where you're like damn Frank I've seen you make a better play than that yeah. And then he's going to have a strip sack that somebody picks up and runs back 9 yards and changes the course of the game and it's but, like there oh he is. yeah that there he makes up. Yeah. Hey, you can't leave out Dirty Dan. Nah, hey, I mean Dirty Dirty Dan. It, Ian, you got to remember these two don't like Dan. Who? What? Nate doesn't. What? Who? What are you smoking on? I'm Dude. the one in Colorado, bro. Nah, Not you. You hate. You hate. <laughs> I. What? Wow. You hate him in coverage. And no, I've never heard. Yeah, was one of the best cover guys against oh tight ends. Oh my lord! I had. wish he, I had a recorder every time. Dirty Dan led our team in tackles last it was year. Either you or, or Ivan that was not as big of a fan on Dan's ones. No, um, no maybe I'm, like I'm a huge fan. Years ago, he, he can't be left. It. He he is one of the most versatile, under talked about players in the league. But yeah. I think we're starting to get to the point now to where it's like you like. In my opinion, Dan should be that third linebacker, right? Like, I will give up the size against the run game because he's smart and he's fast. And he gives us much better matchups against swing tight ends, against running backs out of the backfield. I would like to see him move to the the quote-unquote linebacker spot and let Juan Thornhill back on the field. Thornhill, mm-hmm. I don't think, hardly well, played against the Ravens. He did. I don't well, understand why. It, it, that dude is it, good. I was actually going to say something hurt? about that. I heard – well, I, I was listening to Spags talk about the exact same reason why we don't have Thornhill on the field more. And it's just because they – according to him, 
what you would be asking for <clears throat> is a position change because uh, they're saying that Dirty Danny is ahead of him in the roster as far as safety goes. So if you're wanting to see Thornhill, you would have to replace him for Dirty Dan in the roster. And as of right now, why would you do that? Well, and then they're saying that Thornhill just hasn't shown enough coming back from the injury to replace Dirty Dan in the in the in the roster. So and that's that, exactly what he was saying. He's like, what you're pretty much asking for is a roster change. And right now, Thornhill hasn't shown enough to be put ahead of him in uh, of Dirty Dan. And see, in my opinion, like, I totally I totally get that. But at the same time, I'm like, well, then why not make that adjustment? Because like what. So what you're saying well, is move dirty like, Dan to like, a linebacker, and then that way we well, can play like, Thornhill. Do you think who makes a bigger impact, uh, Ben Neiman or Dan Sorensen? Well, I'm not exactly sure who Ben Neiman is, so I will go ahead. Ben and Neiman say, is the starting <laughs> third linebacker right now, right? Yeah, like, but you got to remember my point is dirty but, Dan's yeah, not that big, man. He cannot sustain playing linebacker. I just don't feel like he could sustain playing linebacker at his size. Right, I, and like I, I'm sure. And you don't also – I mean, it also has to do with – he might not be that – I mean, I don't know if they tried him out of linebacker or not. I really do not know. I I kind of agree with, with Josh in that. As far as size goes, he is not the size that I would want a linebacker no. to be. And I want I want, uh, I, I want a defensive coordinator that is comfortable with kind of manipulating what his defense is week in and week out. This was not the week to do that, right? Like when you go right. against the Browns, when you go against the Ravens, you don't want to have an undersized guy playing quote-unquote linebacker. But when we play teams like Buffalo or when we play teams like like Denver and when we play San Diego and we play uh, Las Vegas, those teams don't have the, those like brutal mauling big linemen where it's like all gung-ho downhill football. So to me, those are more times where it's like, okay, because our linebackers are going to be asked to do more in the pass game and we're going to have more zone coverage for them, that's the time I would like to see them slide Dan Sorensen in and have him play that quasi-linebacker slash, you know, in-the-box safety, where he, which he does a lot already, right? Mm-hmm. Like he had that awesome pass rush in last week. You just said it yourself. And then you can, then you can slot. Then you can slot Thornhill in at that free safety and let Honey Badger – do whatever the hell Honey Badger wants. To I don't do. agree with that right now. Well, yeah, I, I feel like honestly, we're, right now we're doing a lot of we should do this, we should do that. I think we should just I, let them do I, them, and then exactly, we should just let them do them, and then if honestly, this is one loss that we shouldn't have even lost. Like it's it's really not that big. If if we kick that field goal, we're not talking about any of this. We're talking about. Oh, I'm still talking I, about the run defense, but I, not. I, I don't think. I really don't think that we're talking about so, the run defense as far as we're talking about it now, or or we're we're talking about we should be play, putting this person instead of this person. I really don't think that conversation is happening if we kick that field goal. Let's just. I, the that. only reason I'll disagree with you is because I've been thinking about this for a long time. But but you're like ninety nine point nine percent correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, this is just my nerd brain thinking about name it. one good thing that you the, that we saw what lost go again. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead and say that again. 
let's go ahead and say one good thing we saw at Baltimore. I mean, it wasn't just Kansas City not playing. Oh no, they're. They, I mean, very well. So. They they play, I mean, like I said, they came out and and it was their Super Bowl. Like it was like Nate said, fans were in there. They were filming themselves. It was at yeah. home Sunday night. Like they had to win that one, and I don't know. I mean, I, Ray Lewis was came out yeah. for the and did his dance. I mean, so much you saw Patrick Mahomes getting pumped up. So yeah. um, I mean, it's just. I think I think Lamar. You got to get a lot of credit to Lamar. He, I mean, he threw two interceptions pretty much in a row. Were they in a row? I feel like they were in a row. Uh, they were kind of in a row, and, and he um, ran the ball great. I and will he, give him you that. know, he came back, he led the, the game, well. and was able to you know come back and and conquer the game. So. I don't – again, like, he doesn't throw – like, if you go back and look at 90% of his throws, like, they were either overthrowns or underthrows. Like, the ones that we're looking at are the two or three few catches that he did give to to Hollywood Brown. Like, positive again, things, like – Positive things. About who? Lamar? About Ravens. Uh, about the Ravens. Eh. Yeah, they they won the game. What you're forgetting is Yvonne. Yvonne is a Yvonne is a hater. And they Yvonne won the game. Okay. Yvonne you is a hater and cannot cannot be nice it's to just, other people. You no, no, I just I thought they played well for the injuries that they've had. That that what I was surprised. And, and they actually looked pretty good for the injuries that they've had. So have, I hope people who knows, they, they made fourteen guys on they, IR. Huh. 14 guys I think they went yeah. into the game with mm-hmm. on injured reserve. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah. Um, but real quick, uh, just to kind of talk about the NFL and not just the Kansas City Chiefs, what game were you guys uh, eager to see or, or you know, interested to see this, this week or are interested to see, you know, okay, last I week start. or this week? I want to start because uh-huh. it wasn't particularly a game that I wanted to see. It was a matchup. But what we all talked about, no, the Manning cast. Oh, Bro, yeah. The yeah, Manning yeah. cast is the, if you have not turned on ESPN2 and watched Peyton and Eli. Not our sponsors. Nerd <laughs> out, nerd out, and just dump more football information than you know what to do with on you. That was one of the most incredible pieces. That, that is yeah. how every game that, should yeah. be called. That game was not called. That game was discussed. Exactly. They talked about football. <laughs> Pat, Pat McAfee, McAfee, I swear to God, cracks me up. Killed his Dude, appearance. the story killed that he it. told Drunk about the hilarious. casino, the, the casino story, it just cracked. Every time I heard I heard it before. Yeah. Just every time he tells it. I will bro, go back just, and watch that YouTube video of his stand-up <laughs> performance telling that joke when I'm feeling, like, upset or, or sad. Like, because it, you can't not <laughs> – just enjoy that story, dude. And, like, just the- and to see Peyton's reaction, <laughs> Eli giving him crap, like right. No, yeah, it, no. the start of it, Eli telling him, if Peyton was like, "All right, here are here are my notes, things that I heard back," you know, and he reads through his things, and the last one, he's like, you know, uh, we need to like less forehead jokes, and then he's like, Eli, what about you? And he's like, well. It's the total opposite. Like everybody was telling me, I need I need more forehead. So like, <laughs> my favorite one is it's you, you don't have a forehead, you have a five head. And he's like, and he's like, Peyton goes, oh, well, you know, my favorite was was Dad saying, you know, hey Eli, why don't you take it easy on Peyton's forehead for a few weeks? And he's like, a few weeks. So what, in week seven, you can come back with them? Like, <laughs> well, thanks, Dad. <laughs> and yeah, and see, like. 
Like you guys know, like like you just said, Nate. I especially when it comes to Eli, not a huge fan at all. Like not a huge fan of this dude. Like when but it comes you, to the football field, you don't field. become a fan of. But him yeah, he, he's growing There's on me. Something wrong with you, this man. show, man. Like, There's something he, wrong with you. you he is a Manning this. brother. Yeah, man. and he's the he's the funnier of the two, man. No, like, no, his, no, 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 his no. Peyton for sure. Oh, Peyton for sure is the funnier guy. No, when when I watch the SNL, I'm. Eli just looks like he was not even trying. Peyton's had me, I swear to God, it had me crying. It was so funny. Dude, it's, it, but it's Peyton's reactions, right? Like his, his, oh God, you know, and like Pat McAfee cheering for, for, for the under. <laughs> and, and Goff throws the interception. And McAfee's like, yeah, yeah. And Peyton's, oh no. And he's like, ooh, so, ooh. Oh, my bad. oh, sorry, Peyton. Like, I forgot. <laughs> the quarterback. <laughs> or like what he was talking about the uh, he was like he goes he was he was like ever from then on I from the casino story from then on I started listening to what Peyton Manning said. You know he was <laughs> last week Peyton Manning said the Raiders were going at six and eight eleven. He goes I put, I went to the casino to that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I put money on that. Right? Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the best was Peyton was like, I don't think I'm right on that one, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I I will agree with you. I that that I was actually at first I just I was list I was listening and watching the regular ESPN and then they said something about it where they're like, oh you know Peyton and Eli are doing their thing on ESPN too and I was like, oh hell, I'm changing it. And ever since on it's ever since then I I I very much enjoyed it. And I'm the... definitely gonna have to rewatch it. But I was talking about like regular games like. Is so, there like a regular game that you were more interested or it wasn't uh, to watch? Any, there wasn't like coming a up, like game upcoming games or, or was surprising game from last week. Game. I just say just either game. Like I know, for example, for me, I was very interested to see maybe you know a homer or not, but that Cowboys uh, um, Steelers or not Steelers, Cowboys uh, Chargers game. Uh, one because I wanted to see I hadn't seen uh, Herbie play. And um, I wanted to see what we were kind of going to get ourselves into the Chiefs, you know, what the Chiefs are going to get ourselves yeah. into next week. The and um, I wanted to see what the Cowboys, if they was a fluke or not. You know, so that was yeah. the game that I was – it really kind of focused to see. I don't know if you guys had like a game. I also well, had – Isn't Amari Cooper out? Amari Cooper, uh, now he, I think he got like a hammy or something like that. I'm not exactly sure, but I think he is. He is. He got injured. Okay. That's gonna hurt. Nate, Nate can tell you because he uh, he's the one that declined my trade offer to to get him, which I'm so thankful for. Thank you, Nate. Yeah, it's all right. It's not like I don't have three starters sitting on my bench. So don't try. Hey, Hey, I, I offered, tried trading I offered, with Nate last week. Don't even do it. He doesn't it. trade in fantasy. I offered yeah, no. you a trade back, Ian. I did not like that trade. See, oh, not exact, not quarterback at 100% with Nate and Ivan's trade. <laughs> it was literally quarterback Goff. for quarterback. I don't want Jared Goff. No, that's fine. I made yeah. Nate a, a fucking trade offer, and I – I, I, if I'm this not mistaken, hold on, Nate hold on, was... hold on, hold on. I like this offer better. And Ian's like, I would do that 100%. Nick. Nope. You, you resend a completely different offer? 
<laughs> this guy. Yeah, I was giving you Cortland Sutton and Matthew Stafford Super oops. for Keenan Allen, and mm-hmm. I was like, he's got to take this. He's got to take it. He said he would take it. No. On air. I didn't. He said I, he, was, he was like, you I would do I would that 100%. About it, but I no, don't like – I definitely didn't want to – I don't want to trade Keenan Allen. And, oh, by the way, who who do we just say was injured? So who am I, who do you think I'm going to start this week in place of Amari Cooper? Anyway, anyway, yeah, anyway. I don't, it almost sounds like yeah, I made a moving good on, decision. moving on from hey, you guys. <laughs> almost next. sounds like you guys literally just just no. made the point as to why I no, made a good decision. Was... Thanks, boys. I appreciate that. Hey, it's mm-hmm. just a sh- it's not has nothing to do with you being able to tell time or anything. I mean, come on, man. No, no, it's all about me going. Hmm, I think Look, I'm going to keep Cortland Sutton went off last week, target. so that would have been a good replacement for Amari Cooper. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, you guys want to pick some? You want to pick some matchups? I was going to say, yeah. That's enough of last week. Let's talk yeah. about this let's week. Pick, let's pick some matchups. Let's um, pick some matchups. So, Nate, Carolina Panthers, Houston Texans. Now we're going with Nate because I think Nate is winning on the. Pick skin pickums uh-huh. that we just started doing, but don't feel yourself on that. Man. I, I it's really even, close between even, all four of us, right? I now. hadn't even checked the results, honestly. Well, well um, now you know. Make sure to be no. So this is definitely Carolina's game. Okay. Um, if Tyrod Taylor hadn't injured him, hadn't gotten injured last week, then I would be much more on it. But um, Carolina, I know it was at home, so kind of the same thing, right? Like every home team gets their fans back in the stadium for the first time. But uh, Sam Darnold is real, right? He's he's mm-hmm. not going to be a top five quarterback. It's an away but... game for Carolina, though. No, no, no. I'm I'm, ta- I'm referencing last week, right? Oh, so okay. oh. New Orleans coming in uh, off of five touchdown passes from Jameis to hold uh, Alvin Kamara to like what? Le- so who has Kamara? Right? Didn't he have like less than fifty yards rushing? And, I, like, ha- I than... think I have him, maybe. Right. So he had a terrible week, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's horrible. Right. So like that Carolina defense is real. It's real. And Sam Darnold is real. He, he's going to have some bad games. Don't get me wrong. But if he can just sustain the level of play that he's at, 250 to 325 yards passing, one nice long touchdown, some real nice third down conversions, um, and then you have Christian McCaffrey you know, next to you, like it, I really like them. They got some I, great I, wide receivers and DJ Moore as well. And Ren Ryan, uh, Robbie Anderson. You know, mm-hmm. I thought I, – I thought, I, I had I did not I would never have guessed that they would have done that to New Orleans. Um, I just did not see that coming. Because Jameis is a horrible quarterback. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Thirty for Thirty. Hey, I um. So who, who who do you have, Ivan? I actually have Carolina. Not I mean I I agree with the same reasons that Nate is saying. But mine are more personal reasons. I picked up Carolina's defense and fantasy, oh. and I wanted it, and I want to see them do good. So I'm going with Carolina on this I just one because are they available? Because I kind of need a defense. Oh. Who Wait, Carolina's? You... Oh, just, are you salty because I, I beat you last them. week, Ivan? Am I? No, I mean I'm really not. Uh, had I done good, then I'd be like, damn man, he fucking beat me. But my receivers scored me like four points total between two of them. So well, what um, do you think my I only got like eight points out of my running backs between the both of them. Well, yeah, that's because you don't have really good, good running backs. I picked up but, I mean, had, defense. Had I got, I mean, I, I feel like had I put, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not. Had good. I, had I, had I, had I. Ian, who yeah, you got? Exactly. Shoulda, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Uh, I'm going Carolina. I'm going I like Carolina. Christian McCaffrey. He's like one of my favorite players in the NFL. Yeah, I'm Behind, still salty like about Christian McCaffrey, though. 
about what I, I didn't get to meet him at all last year. <laughs> I'm dude. Yeah. Oh. Um. So Sam Donald was at the Jets, right? Yeah. And yeah. Robbie Anderson was at the Jets, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. I think. Does what? Let's just have a hard time with quarterbacks, huh? Uh, the Jets just they don't they can't develop them is the thing. I don't think they have good coaches. Therefore, not yeah, I was going to say it's not so much the players because clearly yeah. the players leave there and they perform. Mm-hmm. It's it's the entire organization. Exactly. Like why why do the Chiefs? Why do the teams that consistently win consistently win? The organization, the structure, yeah. the the expectation level, all of that is there. And at the Jets, like if you win four games. You did awesome. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not very good expectations. The bar is really, really low. Yeah. All right. Washington, Buffalo. Nate? Wait, did, did Ian pick? Yeah, he picked Carolina. He said okay. Did you pick? The Panthers. Carolina also. Yeah, all right. All right. I just think Next. I think the Texans just start. They got a lot of problems there. So, we'll move on. Anyway, move on. So, uh, Washington yep. and Buffalo. Nate? Buffalo. Absolutely, Buffalo. Yeah. Um, if if Fitzpatrick was playing, I, I might entertain Washington. But, How long is he out for? Seven to eight weeks, Jeez. I thought. Um, I lo- I love Heineke. I think he I I I enjoy watching him play. Um, but that defense, I don't know what's wrong with it, but it, it's it's leaving so much to be desired. Uh, I just can't. As good as their offense is is playing, even with Heineke. Scary Terry is great. Um, mm-hmm. I like the running back core. I have Logan Thomas on my – he's on my fantasy team. Um, I don't think he's like a world beater or anything, but I think he's a more than serviceable above average tight end. Uh, but that defense – if the defense plays well this week, they could surprise Buffalo. But Buffalo's so damn good, uh, you, you can't really have a reason to pick them, not pick them. Uh, Ivan, what you got? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo as well. Um I know the Washington's defense is pretty elite, um, but I don't feel like their offense is. Um, Baltimore or uh, Buffalo has kind of both uh, both sides of the ball uh, where I feel like they have an advantage. So I'm going to go ahead and go with Buffalo. Ian? Buffalo. I got no explanation, just Buffalo. Enough <laughs> <laughs> uh, said. Yeah, enough said. I got Buffalo also. I think Josh Allen's starting to look good. I think mm-hmm. he should. It's going to be a tough game, but I think I think it'll be close. But Josh Allen for sure will come top. Yeah, I am really excited to see that Washington defense versus Baltimore's or Buffalo's yeah. offense. Uh, Bears versus the Browns. Uh, Daniel. The Browns. The Browns. The Browns? Yeah, I'm going think... the Bears. I you... I can't I can't pick Justin. Fields. <clears throat> you can't I'm, go I'm Justin going Fields? the I'm going the Bears because I I believe in their defense. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I I do believe in Justin Fields. I really do. Um, it should be exciting. I think I think this could be maybe his breakout game that he gets comfortable enough. He knows what he needs to do now that he's played a little, got a few snaps underneath his belt. Mm-hmm. I think he can. Do something against Cleveland's defense. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. Did you already pick Josh? No. Uh, we'll go. I mean, I'll go ahead and go with the Browns as well. I agree with what Ian is saying as far as Justin Fields. I feel like he is, this is kind of like a coming out party for him. But uh, I, unfortunately, I feel like it's gonna you know come on a loss, and which is why I feel like he's gonna be kind of like a coming out party because he's gonna be. 
having to throw and run a lot, having to do a lot to keep this uh, to keep the Bears in this game. Hmm. I'm gonna take uh, also the Browns. I don't think they'll be able to keep up with um, as much as the Browns will want to run it, and they've got a rookie quarterback. So I agree. I think he's gonna be out there scrambling a lot. Yeah, but I am really excited to see what Justin Fields is going to do. I drafted him in a lot of leagues just because I knew that he would be playing. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Chicago can't pick a quarterback for to save their life. Well, I think they have well, a that's, quarterback. That's I think they have one true. here. They, they picked Andy Dalton. He just got hurt. Yeah. Well, Fields wasn't going to play. Like they they picked. Yeah. They made it real clear we're going to try and do the Alex Smith Mahomes route. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, uh Ravens Lions. Mm. Ravens yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I would really I yeah, I mean there's no way. I don't see the the Lions. They are at home. They look better. Uh they look good against Green Bay. Don't get me wrong, that first half, I thought it was going to be um it was going to be really closer second half after watching the first half. But it's just Detroit has too much new new things going on. Their new coach, new quarterback. Um you know, Baltimore's. I feel like they're kind of, you know, yeah, they're kind of getting getting started as far as like. Well, and, um, their defense is crap. I, I'm taking I'm taking the Ravens too. Yeah, so I don't think um, they they definitely are not going to be able to keep up if Lamar can throw the ball a little bit more. It would be interesting to see. But anyway, hate hate Nate. Yeah, no. Uh, which game are we on? Uh, Ravens, Lions. Um, I, I think I'm going to. You're going to take Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to take Baltimore, but I really, I, I, I'm, I am, I like Detroit. Um, they're not, they're just not quite there yet, right? Like they're mm-hmm. going to, it's going to be more competitive than people think. It'll be a closer game than people think. Ooh. Um if their defense can can play 10% better than the Chiefs, uh, it's a way closer game um, than people are, are going to expect. I, I think Detroit's offense is, is actually good. I think their line is solid, and they've got two really good running backs, and they, they can run the ball. They can throw the ball to the running backs. They, they've got an awesome tight end, and Goff loves, already loves to throw to them. Um, I think they've got a potential breakout star in uh, Cephas, the wide receiver. Like, there's a lot I like about the Lions, but uh, track record is hard to, to not, especially when yeah. he's beating Kansas City. It, it's hard to not. Pick yeah, up. no, there's a lot of upside to the Lions. Um, it's just not. I don't think they're there yet. Just not enough for me to pick them yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, uh, Colts Titans. Nate, uh, it's the Titans. Um, I've got to pick the Titans on this one. Carson Wentz uh, damn near broke both ankles on the same play, <laughs> which sucks because You're I, I too thought much Lamar film. The, the Colts we were, are a good team. We Did you say starting, which sucks? Yeah, yeah, because I, 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 I don't think Carson Wentz is going to be the MVP guy again. Um, but he was playing really well for them. You know, he was playing well. <laughs> he was and, playing pretty well for him. And and I I I'm always gonna like. He he's never done anything to me um, that seems personally. Like he's never done like, anything to you. 
Yeah, well, in my opinion, never done to me in my either. Opinion, he's never done anything that that makes me yeah. not want to support him, right? Like yeah. through all of that shit in Philadelphia, he could have he could have come out and fired a couple of shots. He could have, you know, rough, you know, really um, rippled the waters and 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 done things to not handle it the way that he did. And that that organization for the last two after the Super Bowl, that organization was a big pile of crap, and they didn't do like. They didn't do anything to benefit him. There was no big name guys brought in. There were no wide receivers that they brought in. Like it was like, okay, you showed us you can do really well. Now just keep doing it while everything around you gets worse. Okay, I think we're getting yeah. off track here a little bit. Yeah, listen, yeah. I am I am a player person all the way, but Carson Wentz didn't do himself any favors. He also looked horrible while playing. He I don't think he's a good quarterback. So I I am <clears throat> I was excited to see if the Colts could revantage or the, that that uh, that old uh, head coach with him could let's see if they could do something. But Carson Wentz is just injury prone. Like he's shown it over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Like I, there's there's to me I don't I don't hold anything against him as far as like his like how he handled things. I I feel like he handled things right. But in the playing field, the dude's trash. I don't, I don't believe in him at all. I'm taking so, the Titans. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Titans. Even, even if the Colts <laughs> did have Carson Wentz, that dude is trash. Uh, Tennessee for me. I think yeah. their offense. I think their offense got going last week, and I think it's a pretty high potent offense. All right, Chiefs Chargers. Everybody here has got the Chiefs. I would imagine. Uh, it's going to be a good game. Uh, I hope they come back and are just hate, just have hatred in their heart and go out there. and. It's at Arrowhead. So it's I at Arrowhead, exactly. But it's you know, Arrowhead. I've been invited to this game literally by three different people this week. They I give away sweet no tickets at work this week, and I was like. I've said no every time, but I think I'm going to end up going to the game. Why would you say no? Because I have to go to Chicago on Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. The game's at 12. You'll be out by 3. That's a long day, man. That's a long day. Yeah, get up early. I don't want to hear it. You know you're tailgating. You know you're tailgating. So you're there. I work the games. I have to be there six hours before. Yeah, but you're not. You're not on air. You're not on four flights a week like I am. I fly to Chicago, and on Tuesday night I get on another plane and go to Charlotte. Then I have to come home. Like it's just a like just like Jeff said. It's just a lot of shit. That's a long day, and you want to get fucked up. Yeah, if I go to the game, I'm gonna want to have some drinks. I'm gonna want to hell yeah myself. Yeah, but much. I'm not. I have to go to literally like downtown Chicago. Yvonne so. will come in and arrest you too. Hell yeah! I don't know about arrest him. I'll come and rescue you, dog. Like <laughs> I'll come and drink your beers, type shit. Like <laughs> okay, so um, Saints Patriots. Uh, everybody had the Chiefs on that one. Oh yeah, I've come on now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going good. New England. I know, I know. Nate is thinking about it, but that's all I wanted to hear. You think they can beat us after? Yes. Yeah. I think the they char- can. The Chargers are scary, bro. I don't the think Chargers they will, are, but I think the they Chargers can. are absolutely scary. It's going to be a and, hell of a game. And Derw- mm-hmm. Derwin James is is an absolute dynamic. People forget how damn good he is because he's been injured so much. Yeah. Well, if, you if would he be stays healthy through the whole game. That 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 is a com- him and Bosa. Whatever, are dude. complete game changers. Yeah. And so you Herbert have... in that offense is fucking good. Good. You would They're have, going uh... to abuse oh, our – they will abuse everything we talked about in the linebacking core. Yeah. They will abuse Daniel Sorensen this week. 
Yeah. Now we'll see. Is that it's going to be a great game? The Chargers, Nate. Um, Nate's taking the Chargers. All right, Saints and Patriots. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just hard pick to, it. It's hard pick to it. pick them because three. But you I'll have to. Yeah, you, I'll you take them. I'll be the contrarian. I'll be okay. the contrarian. Yeah, he picks them. All right, next. I think they get destroyed, but we'll uh, Saints Patriots. Um, Patriots. I'm Patriots. Yeah, I mean, I think honestly, they're um. Their defense is looking like they're kind of getting in the in the rhythm. Their offense is looking like it's kind of getting into a rhythm. Um, New Orleans, it's just hard for me to believe in Jameis Winston. Like, yeah. I know that he well, had a whole year to sit behind him. He looked good enough week one. Like, well, five touchdowns. Like, yeah, he didn't throw up for a lot of yards, but he look he didn't throw any interceptions. The sun shines on a dog's ass every now and then. <laughs> yeah, hey, touche. So I mean, I mean, for that reason, I am I'm also going with New England. I just yeah. it's hard for me to pick up with Jamin's. Maybe I need to see another, you know, more. He's got to be consistent for me. Yeah, and I don't the, uh... see him being consistent at all. Did the Superdome catch on fire this week? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but so did you hear, did you hear the story? No, I guess he was there were power in the the Superdome and it got caught on fire because of a power washer. That was standing too close oh, or something like that. Oh, but like gosh. I've never like what what's like this it like did the motor get too high? Like do you think that's what happened? Like I don't mm-hmm. never like probably water and electricity just don't go well together. So But like I've never seen a power anything close to a power washer catch on fire. Hey, but again, I don't know. Yeah. Well if it's also, leaned up if it's leaned up against something or near something that's flammable, those those things get insanely yeah, hot. Yeah, or if it's a gas powered one, hot. you know the exhaust. They, oh, and they hot, were. You know? They absolutely were gas powered ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well. Okay, so um next. I'm taking the Saints. Okay. Seems like it's fifty fifty with just about everybody, so well, so think about it, right? Like the Patriots defense is really good, but we're all super high on them because they played the shit tier Jets. Right, and even playing the shit to your Jets, what was the score last week? Like, it's not like their offense was, you know, hitting home runs left and right. And the Jets' defense clearly isn't very good. The Saints now they're missing their best corner, and they're a little thin in the secondary. But it's still a rookie quarterback going against one of the better defenses in the league. And just to the point that we're all making, right? Like, Jameis Winston could very easily throw for 385 yards and four touchdowns this week. He might have two two or three touch, uh, interceptions as well. Yeah. But he has, like, and that's the thing with Jameis, right? Like, there were one, of those, also... interceptions, one of those interceptions he threw last week. If, he, if it comes out clean, it's a bomb for a touchdown. And the whole dynamic has changed, right? Like, yeah, what if give, yeah. give it three or four? Give it, give it two more weeks. About I week believe, four, we're gonna have a better idea of what these teams really. Are. I believe in Belichick, so I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like he's gonna do enough to to throw Jameis Winston in um, into a um, into a guessing game. He could, but if he if he focuses on that, then maybe Kamara goes off, right? Like we kind of saw that in in Monday night's game, right? Like Aaron Rodgers didn't really do much for the beginning of that until the lions changed their scheme to try and slow down the run a little more. And then, and then it swung the other way. So I, like Sean Payton is, and will always be one of the top offensive minds in football. So 
it's it's a great chess match. That, that's yeah. why it's really hard to pick this game. I um, I'm going I with, think, the, with New England though. I think I'm going to go with New England too because <clears throat> Belichick has proved to us over time that like he can take Matt Castle and win 11 games. So I, he he can take Tom Brady before he's Tom Brady in those early years and and figure out what he needs to do to keep winning football games. I know he can do that with Mac. Jones. Yeah, it's cheating most of the time, but that's beside the point. Um, so Very, we got true. The Very true. We got the Falcons-Giants. Oh, this is a crap game. Giants. Yeah. I'm definitely not watching it, I'll tell you that. I'm going my, Falcons. My, my irrational love for Daniel Jones will never die. I will. <laughs> I don't know why. Danny Dimes, huh? I don't know why I love that man, but I do. I, w- I just want him to – I want him to succeed so badly, I and I have no him. idea why. So I don't I picked, mind Danny Dimes up in fantasy. By the way, do you realize he's putting up twenty plus points a week? Or yeah, right now uh, so uh, yeah. far. So yeah, I like what, Danny Dimes. Fumbling at every game, dude. Yeah. I picked it up. I picked him up. And you're what? I I, I threw him in. I put him in. Nice. Yeah, I don't mind Danny Dimes. The thing about this game, though, to me, is I don't necessarily think. The Giants are going to win this game. I think the Falcons will lose it. So I'm picking <laughs> the Giants. <laughs> yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Yep. Uh, well. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, hold on a second. I got to get back into the screen. Okay, Um. so we were on the Giants. So is everybody taking the Pittsburgh. Giants? I took Atlanta. Yeah. Idiot. It's an 0-2 game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, going to get their first dub. We got the Bengals and the Steelers. I'm going with the Bengals. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to go with the Bengals. I want to go with the Bengals as well. Um, the Pittsburgh's defense was kind of, I mean, kind of let me down last week, but I also they're get, banged up. They're hurt. Yeah, they also didn't have uh, Joe Hayden and uh, and TJ Watt went out. And TJ went man. out, but they also said that TJ wasn't a severe injury to the point that he might play next week. And I think Joe Hayden is also supposed to be back next week. Um, I don't necessarily think Cincinnati. I think they they, they their line their O line is is not as good. And if TJ Watt is back, uh, that's just going to make things uh, difficult for Joe Burrow to throw the ball. So I got I got Pittsburgh on this one. Well, Pittsburgh's O line's horrible too. Well, yeah, but you know, yeah, there's there's something wrong with that Pittsburgh offense. Yeah, but it's the lesser of the two evils. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and pick Pittsburgh. Hey, I'm mad at you. Okay. Okay. What about you guys? I, I'm, I'm going with Cincy. Really? What Cincy? Cincy, you are. You guys took Cincy. All right. I'm taking the Steelers. Okay, there we go. Um, Next, Arizona and Jacksonville. Arizona, yeah, Arizona, Arizona. hands down. Yeah, yeah Kyler not... Murray is ridiculous this year. Arizona's defense may not be what we, yeah. you know, may never reach what they did in Week One again, uh, but they're still going to be a top ten, top seven defense all year long. That's my quarterback. I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully their defense being a lot better this week. So. Man, they got me negative one points last week. Who, Arizona did? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, Pittsburgh you know. Pittsburgh got uh, Yvonne like, negative one last negative week. Negative one points, yeah. yeah so. But against the Jags, that should not be a problem. That shouldn't be a problem exactly with the rookie quarterback. And and honestly, I'm, I really wanted to see Jacksonville play because, to me, it doesn't necessarily look like it's uh, Lawrence is struggling. I, I I feel like it's the it's the head coach struggling. So I don't know if you guys heard, but 
after week two, he was pretty much saying that he goes every week it's like playing Alabama, and I was like, bro, you played two games, like, <laughs> what is bro? Like, I can understand if you were saying that, you know, week fifteen, week sixteen, but bro, you already saying that week two, like, well, it's like, like, I'm sorry, Urban, did you not realize that like the only people that make it to the NFL are the best players, the best, exactly. Like so, you realize saying it's like playing Alabama every week. Well, it, yeah, except, yeah, except not right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. except half the guys on Alabama aren't in the league, <laughs> right? And no, won that, that national championship last year. That's why it just leads me to believe that he just you know kind of he's over his head as far as as far as the head coaching thing. I'd like goes, to see so. the context that that statement was made in, but I can't. There, there's not a whole lot that I could. I mean, in my head that would. Justified statistically, that's not for him, man. I mean, there's not a lot of them. You know, we've had this discussion before. Not a lot of coaches come from college. No, the, right, which is why you know? I was very interested to see. I was, I didn't think it was going to work, but I was interested to see what it was like. Why would they bring two new, brand new parts in? Like, why would they bring a brand new quarterback and a brand new uh, head coach that's never coached in the league? Because guys who time. own NFL teams aren't football guys. They're, hey, they're successful businessmen. Who, they are businessmen, who, exactly. Who, 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 who listen to other businessmen. Who've had ex- insane amounts of success, and they go, hey, I'm going to do this thing a little bit different than everybody else. Oh. And watch me succeed. And, yep. and they know, right? They've said it. They know that this year isn't the year they're going to – like. They'll probably suck and not be super competitive in every game this year. Mm-hmm. But it's not about this year. It's about, it's about growing now. Exactly. I don't. After. I hate that statement. I know it's an. You got to understand it, but I mean, and it's realistic when you're trying to build a team. But I think most fans are like me. They're impatient. They want. They are. To do good but now. I mean, I, I get you it know? completely. But if you go look at the uh, like uh, all the great quarterbacks struggled their first year uh, who started. So I don't. Yeah. I don't so there's the real dream is get a court, you know, do it the way a lot of the good teams do it. The Packers, the Chiefs, you know, get a good yeah. quarterback. Uh, but you, you, as you can see, it is a lot of teams have been doing that. And yeah. I think it's kind of crazy that that since Patrick Mahomes came to the league, like damn near every single team is trying to mimic what the Chiefs did with Alex Smith and uh, Patrick Mahomes. Are they, though? I don't feel and, like a and, lot of them are getting a true first year or they get, you know. But they, they, they like just like you said, fans are impatient and yeah. so are, are the people where they just well, start playing. The, the problem the problem with doing with like the Mahomes-Smith, you know, um, framework is people – forget right Alex Smith was a Pro Bowl quarterback who was playing at a damn near MVP level on one of the most talented teams in football that was the team that Mahomes got to come yeah to. exactly Mahomes, Mahomes was on the Bears right it, he's not Patrick Mahomes he, he just isn't because everything changes mm-hmm. and I don't know if you guys saw um watch much of the ringer stuff but um Kevin O'Connor does slow news day and he had an interview with Alex Smith this week, and they were talking about this exact topic. Oh yeah, I think and, I kind of heard that. And Alex Smith was talking about the worst game he ever had. They, pl- I forget who it was, but it was his first career start. He threw like four interceptions, and he was like, "That almost broke me." Right? Like it took me three or four years to recover from that bad game. And I—that's kind of like I was saying earlier. Most people don't understand. 
how hard it is to be a quarterback mm-hmm. and how yeah. hard it is to come into the league with all the weight of the entire team on your shoulders and try and catch up like that one bad thing. I mean, think about in your day-to-day life, things that you avoid or don't do anymore because of that one time. Right. And uh, of course we know this, but like now, now put that times a million and that's what a quarterback, especially a rookie has to feel. Well, I feel like he was also saying that the Patrick Mahomes is very lucky. It's a very unique ability to be able to do it like that. You know, you, Mm -hmm. you don't get and not he, every team and, gets that, but it does seem like the ones what, that do get it are the ones that end up being very successful for quite a long time. And that's the way that Alex Smith's <gasps> career was supposed to start. People yeah. don't remember that. He was supposed to sit the whole year, and I think the guy either got injured or something mm-hmm. happened, which led to him being thrown in there. And then, you know, the Alex Smith tangent of, like, five different head coaches and six different offenses in, like, five years. Just Yeah, like I said, it's just – it's it's hard to mimic. It's I mean, especially when, you know, injuries happen and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, let's go ahead and What's keep on uh, no, – Next, next going is um, we've got Jets, Broncos. 0-2 Jets versus the 2-0 Broncos. The, the Broncos. Broncos. Mm-hmm. I believe in Teddy Bridge. Unfortunately, so I think so the best the division Broncos. in football this year is the AFC West. Yeah, I agree as well. I still don't think that like, it's very close. Uh, I think that maybe the closest would be maybe the Raiders uh, to the Chiefs, but I still don't think it's a very close between one and two. I think it's yeah. I think you could you can make yeah. an argument for San Diego or uh, or Los Angeles or Las Vegas. Well, we'll those, see San Diego two, this week. Those two are so so close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Like that's just me, my opinion. But we'll see it this week. Yeah, I'm taking yeah. the Broncos too. I don't think the Jets got what it's going to take to stop. It's them. too early for Young mm-hmm. Wilson. Is it? Is yep. it in Denver? That usually. Yeah, it's in, Denver. it's in Denver. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm taking the Broncos. Next is the Dolphins versus the Raiders. Ooh, the Raiders. <laughs> Derek Carr is uh, I'm a believer. I've always I I've always wanted to make fun of him more than than mm-hmm. I ever actually have. But he's um, lights out this year. But you he's, can't. I'd you say can't. he's my MVP this year. He's right almost now, a thousand yeah. yards. This might be a second year where two he's games. playing at an, at an MVP level. You know, what yeah. was it a few years ago before he broke his Wherever leg? He, like he should have won the MVP that year. But mm-hmm. this team is super scary. Um, the defense is way better than people thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry Ruggs is the giant question mark on that offense. He is such an X factor at any moment. He could go the length of the field. Um, but like just put, put nine guys, you know, four down linemen and seven guys covering Darren Waller. And I'd still throw the ball to Darren Waller. Yeah. He's yep. kind of a beast, man. And he's plus two kind, is not playing. Kind of so I wanted absolutely to a beast. Yeah. Two is not playing, so that's that's kind of a dead giving away, too. So. Yep. Uh, yep. Everybody pick on that one, Ian? Yep. Raiders. Raiders. Uh, we got Tampa Bay versus Los Angeles, 2-0 games. This is, is going to be the fun That's game the game. I'm, exactly. I can't wait to watch yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I want to see that one, too. I love Matthew Stafford in the Rams. I got the Rams. I and... think the Finns and that offense, they, they got the ball rolling. Um, I know Tampa Bay is also, you know, Super Bowl champion, but – I think this is what Ian was kind of getting to. Uh, Matthew Stafford is a baller, and, and like their defense is going to do, it's going to cause habit to Tampa Bay enough to to win the game. Uh, I just, you know, I think I saw something today that was. Was there something about Tom Brady today? Like 
he started like this time so many years ago or some shit. I don't know. Oh, today, oh, today, today is yeah. the day yeah. that uh that Drew Brees or Drew Brees, uh, Drew Bledsoe was Drew knocked Bledsoe out of the game. It. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm, Brady I'm got his first. I'm hoping for a little bit of history repeats itself. So, but that's just oh easy. nice. Blaine Gabbert <laughs> comes in. Yeah. Okay, so and then Blaine Gabbert becomes Tom Brady. Is that that would be history? <laughs> sure, yeah, I'm for that. I'm for that. I don't want that. Uh, wasn't Gabbert from Mizzou? Be I wouldn't be mad with that. Blaine Gabbert's another Mizzou guy. Yeah, man. yeah, no, Mizzou. Man. Come on now. No, what I'm saying is I don't. I would. I would prefer them not have another Tom Brady on the Buccaneers. That that's oh, what, what okay. Oh, I get you. Okay, yeah, but that's not realistic. No. Well, you're you're the one. Yeah. Who says, <laughs> okay, I'm just going off of what you're saying. What right? I mean don't, is, don't attack me. What I mean, you're the one who wanted another hey, Tom Brady. What I mean is that he becomes. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. So what you would rather? No, Seahawks the, versus the Vikings. Yeah. So, hey, um, I haven't picked yet. Oh. Wasn't well, hurry up. Well, I was getting up? there. He's getting his explanation ready. He's got to okay? research 17 different websites before he makes his pick. No, or we I'm, just got to stop cutting them off. I'm a one website, and I agree with everything that you guys said. The only thing it, – it's – but everything you guys said about the Rams, you could say exactly about the Buccaneers. The defenses are two of mm-hmm. the best defenses in the league. They have dynamic pass rushers. They have interior pass rush threats. They – you know, you have Jalen Ramsey on one side. You have uh, David and um, – I just mind-blinked on the other guy, the other linebacker that they have, White, Devin White. Right, like you have all these insane hyper athletes, top tier at their position, guys on both sides of the ball. Both offenses just clicking out of control. Quarterbacks who who have all the experience that you need can make every throw. But until you beat Tom Brady, I can't pick against Tom Brady. So I have to pick all that for that. Yeah. Good lord. Okay, Seahawks Vikings. <laughs> this is going to be a shootout, I think, and I think Seattle wins that shootout. I I would say it's going to be like a High 30s, low 40s game. Yeah, I'm going to go with Seattle on this one. Seattle's just got the better team. I don't think uh, uh, Minnesota's offense is 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 and, and or defense, to to be honest. Um, I, think, I think Seattle wins this one. I'm taking uh, – shoot, I mean, <clears throat> they both got whooped up on last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but they both played, in my opinion, still pretty good teams. Arizona and Tennessee. Um, I think uh, Russell Wilson will come out there and just throw the ball all over the place. Hopefully, you Mr. Unlimited. Give it to Tyler Lockett. So, yeah, like the, everyone but Tyler Lockett. I hope when it's this close of a game, honestly, yeah, I'm I in this week. Oh yeah, well you're screwed. <laughs> um, I play a lot yeah. in this week. <laughs> Yeah, you're screwed. No, but just real quick, when it's this close of a game, I tend to lean with the better quarterback, and for me, it's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Okay. So, Ian, did you pick? Oh, Ivan. Yeah, the Seahawks. Yeah, so I think I'm going to pick – I think I'm going to take um, the Seahawks as well, but my worry is – you give up a uh, 900 yards rushing, and I know it was Derrick Henry, but Dalvin Cook is like if there's somebody that's on the same tier or close to Derrick Henry's level, mm-hmm. it's Dalvin Cook. So if if he gets going and they can't slow the run game down again like they couldn't last week, um, it wouldn't be surprising to see. see but you also got to look at they didn't they didn't give up 
really that, those rushing yards until like third, fourth quarter. So they were doing a pretty good job all game long. Um, so well, Seattle scored like three times in the first half, like back to back to back. Right. Over. So, so I'm in, you know, we'll see. It's just defensive. Next. Uh, Green Bay, San Francisco. Mm, that's going to be a good one. Oh. It's, in, it's in San Francisco, too. I'm taking San Francisco. I'm taking San Francisco too. Uh, I have a uh, I have a fan or a yeah, friend that is a Green Bay's fan, and he pointed it out that every time Green Bay plays the 49ers, they don't always um, they don't. It's not not always a good matchup. 49ers normally gets the uh, the better the better end of it. So I'm gonna go ahead and and huh. take the the Niners on this one. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna take Green Bay. I'm- uh. Not really anything particular. I mean, it's going to be close, but I think if it's going to be a close matchup, I believe that uh, Aaron Rodgers can get down there and at least get him in field goal range. I think Aaron Rodgers is playing with a grudge. I'm playing. I'm, I'm taking Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I normally tend to lean with the better quarterback, but to shut somebody to shut people up. So, um. Plus, I mean, what's the likelihood he's going to be there next year? He needs to do well this year, man. I'm rooting for him. Well, they I don't know if you heard, but there's already uh, – Shanahan is already exploring uh, trade offers for Rodgers. So, mm-hmm. Right now or for next yeah, year? Yeah, right – no, right now. Like, no, sure. currently. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's – he, uh, he, He's out there playing like fantasy. He's like, oh, that player had a horrible game. Let's see if this idiot will trade him. Probably, my big, yeah. My biggest fear right now is that – Aaron Rodgers ends up in Denver. Oh man, let's come on, knock on wood, dog. Come on, don't no, have... I don't think so. Like, I think if Aaron Rodgers is also smart enough to know that it, my my next chance, my best shot to get in the Super Bowl is, is to stay in the AFC, not not or in the NFC, not AFC. I don't know. I don't think it matters to a guy like that. Like when you're in, when you're the MVP of the league, I I think you just go to the best. Um, Opportunity. I think it mattered to Brady. I think it mattered to Brady, and so it's going to matter to it's going to matter to to Rogers. I think they all know that Patrick Mahomes is the next best thing. So, well, Brady it's, said it's, that there was an AFC <clears throat> team that he was like, "You're going with that guy instead of me." Like, so clearly there was a team in the AFC he would have gone to instead of Tampa Bay, but they decided to go a different direction. I think there's a lot of teams that think they're a lot smarter than they are, and they're actually really, really dumb. Like, you have a chance to get – and I, I can understand why, right? Like, some of these guys are probably like, well, Belichick doesn't want him, so there's no – like, we're not going to take a shot on him. He's going to derail, you know, the next two or three years of, of development, and we've got, mm-hmm. a, we've got this circus that comes along with it. And it's like, well, that circus happens to usually travel to the fucking Super Bowl. Let's let's go ahead and take the circus to the Super Bowl. You know what? I like circuses. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll we'll see. We will you don't see. you don't think that he could go to Denver and, and be a contender for the Super Bowl? I bet I bet he'd love oh, playing I, against. I think media. he'll be a contender too. Media. I mean, I think he'll be contender. But I, to me, I I I still think Patrick Mahomes is that dude where you have to get past Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. You can't just Go there. I, I, I oh, to me, sure. Rodgers is a close thing to Peyton Manning, but Peyton Manning is about the only quarterback I've seen to be. Well, I mean, I guess now Tom Brady to, to go to another team and be like, okay, we're a Super Bowl team now, you know. So, sure. and I think Rodgers is that dude too, 
But if he goes to the 49ers, I agree. As far as if he goes to Denver, I don't know. I don't think the, the coaching is there necessarily to, that they can go to the Super Bowl guy uh, first year. Hmm. Okay. Well, last one here, guys. Uh, Philly against the boys. Yeah. Well, you already know where I'm going to go. Then boys. No oh, I, thought you were, I thought you were going Philly. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Nope. Yeah. I agree. I'm going with the Cowboys, too. But, man, come on. If I was a Cowboys man. fan, I'd be, a, I'd be going for Cowboys on this. Come on, Zeke, man. I need some fantasy points. I'm putting it into the universe <laughs> it's, right it's now. It's Tony right? Pollard time. Stop it. Who do you think picked up Pollard, baby? I saw I, you I pick him up. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, dude. I'll go Dallas. Yep. I'm gonna go with Dallas. Okay. Everybody, everybody go to Dallas. Nate, I think I, no, think I will also. Waiting. Oh my God! Here we go. I think we'll also go with <laughs> Dallas. I don't know. Um, I haven't watched enough Philadelphia to to really have a solid opinion. I know that they're. I know that that I think this will be one of the best defenses that uh, Dallas has gone up against. Mm-hmm. They're a little banged up, mm-hmm. um, so that that has some questions, but. Um, the Zeke thing—it's not—it's—it's it's not a worry, but it's not not a worry, right? It's a thing that I'm definitely paying attention to because it's like if they Pollard has been has looked really successful, and if they can make the decision to like kind of switch their roles, be really interested to see how how that offense could take off. Um, you what? Switch Pollard with Zeke? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I mean, it's because you have them on your team. That's no, the only reason you're I, saying that. No, that's not it. I think that's but, absurd. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I, I don't, I don't it, think that they're going to do it. Happened. I don't I think don't they think will that either. You're paying them way too much they will, they will use them. Like, it will be a, a running back by committee. I think they will do that. And I think they should do that because right now, I hate to say it, Zeke is not playing like Zeke. So, mm-hmm. they need to be going with a hot hand. Wasn't he kind of a slow start last year too? And then he yeah. got COVID. No, no, he didn't get COVID. He his quarterback yeah, got he hurt. Had, no, he had COVID. Oh well, then his quarterback got hurt, and then he sucked it up. I too, mean, so. Pollard has Pollard has uh, eleven less carries and nineteen more yards. Pollard is averaging seven point seven yards per carry. Zeke's averaging three point nine. Now, yeah, but I mean, a lot of that partially, partially like, because he comes in in those unique situations and he gets that advantage of he's not the starter. So yeah, he doesn't demand. Not even that. He just naturally it's a little mental attention. letdown. He doesn't really demand as much attention as exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? Yeah. The, the mental, the mental focus of we got to stop Zeke isn't the same as we got to stop Tony Pollard. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I think this uh, concludes our uh, weekly podcast. Nope. I got one more thing. Oh, oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He said no. He goes wrong. <laughs> Guess what tomorrow is, boys? Tomorrow is Friday. Friday. Ryder Cup, baby. Oh. Okay. Golf Who do you got? Up. Who do you oh, got? Team USA. 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 Okay. Yvonne didn't know that the Ryder Cup was. What's I did not. I thought it, I knew it was golf. I thought it was just like a certain <laughs> it's golf. Team USA think. versus Team Europe. Team Europe. Okay. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go best. U.S. Is rugby. Is this rugby? Let's go Tiger. No, it's golf. It's golf. Tiger's not playing. <laughs> Duh. Let's go Jack I'm, Nicholson. I'm rooting. Hey, Ian. Who are the two guys who hate each other? 
What's the American Kepka team? And Dice, uh, Bryson DeChambeau. All right, I'm rooting for a fight between them. Ooh, uh, yeah. Supposedly, not, not, supposedly I, they the both said they're is, putting it around, right? DeChambeau uh, sounds so, like a scrapper, so I'm going with him. They're fine. Like, they talk like, like He sounds happened. Hispanic here. He's got <laughs> right? Hispanic and he's fine. Well, hopefully they get drunk after uh, round one. And and some uh, ish pops off, and they take that and channel Starts it into at seven oh five in the morning. Nate, are there any fights <laughs> that are coming shit. up this weekend? Oh yes, there are some really good fights this weekend. Uh, the UFC card: Nick Diaz is oh, no finally shit. back. Yeah, Nick Diaz, six nice. years out. Nick Diaz um, was famously suspended for marijuana. Nick Diaz, after he fought Anderson Silva, was suspended for five years for testing positive for marijuana in the Jesus. same fight. Anderson Silva tested positive for steroids, and he still is fighting to this day. Uh, oh. Nick Diaz is just now coming back. Part of that, though, is Nevada also fined Diaz, I believe, something like $150,000 or $500,000 for his failed drug test, whereas Anderson Silva failed for steroids and didn't have nearly that. Um, <laughs> so the Nevada State Athletic Commission is a bunch of crooks, thieves, liars, manipulators and oh, um yeah man mafia it's nevada <laughs> exactly um so we finally get him back it's actually kind of weird right that he's fighting the guy he fought before like 10 years ago robbie lawler really it's gonna be a really fun fight oh i'm but watching this, that for sure this week this week it went from a 170 pound fight to a 185 pound fight because diaz for whatever reason looks like he's a little big some of the reasoning people have thrown out there is like he's been doing um, triathlons and stuff his whole life. But people were like, well, maybe leading up to fight camp because he hasn't done a fight camp in so long, he the, the lack of the extra miles on the bike, the extra miles running and spending more time in the gym, he didn't realize how hard it was going to be to cut that weight to get back down to 170. Whereas when he preps for a triathlon or something, it's a lot easier because he's so much more um, active cardiovascularly. But it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm really excited for it. A couple of good um, um, championship fights. Valentina Shevchenko, um, she'll, she'll fight this weekend. She'll beat the hell out of some poor girl um, like she always does. Right on. Well, mm-hmm. let's go Nate Diaz. Nick. Nick, Nate. All of them. All the DS. <laughs> so, shout out to 09. Yep. Shout out to their to their brother. I know there's three of them. I don't know. There's two. Seven. I thought there was three there's of seven them. Seven of them mother. Yeah. <laughs> all well, right. Sh- shout out to the brothers, the mamas, the daddies. All the is that DS. the main event, Nate? All, all the days. No, the main event is uh, Volkanovski versus Brian Ortega, I believe. I'm actually just pulling it up. Yeah, Volk versus, Volkanovski versus Ortega. That will be a banger of a fight. Volkanovski um, beat Max Holloway, uh, quote-unquote beat Max Holloway two times in a row. Um, two of the greatest fights of 145 that we've seen. Volkanovski is uh, the 145-pound champion. But I believe five years ago, he weighed 230 pounds and was a professional rugby player. So he's just like, what a crazy career arc this dude has taken. Uh, Brian Ortega is famously known for, um, he was given a choice uh, to either run the streets or become a a fighter. Uh, If you've seen the Modelo commercials that play repeatedly nonstop, uh, it's a bit of a meme. He's a pretty boy with blue eyes. um, And he's one of the most dangerous jiu-jitsu artists in the game 
but you will not know that when you watch him fight because he almost refuses to use his jujitsu. Um, he pretty much is like a, a stand-up fighter, and he's oh. really he's. It's going to be a really really fun fight. I, I really like Brian Ortega. Um, do you I see really those? Like Nate, do you see those boxers slapping each other around? Is that uh? Canelo. Canelo, yeah. yeah. Canelo versus Plant. He's like yep. the highest paid boxer ever, right? No, no, that is Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, not, no, no, no. I mean, didn't he take a, like a huge contract from like a cable company or some shit? Uh, I think he signed a big deal with Triller. Yeah. And you out there. Short time, the other dude got a cut on his eye, man. Is, is he going to mm-hmm. be on the fight? Do you know? Uh, I believe, I'm sure they will. Yeah. I'm sure they yeah. will. Jesus, Louise. All right. Well, All right. Well, if there's any, uh, you guys don't have anything else? I'm, I'm good. good, man. All right. Rose well, called uh, me about season tickets today. Yeah, they, they sent me an email as well. I would, I actually am really interested to see uh, what I, I would like to see more games next year. That I think next year will be uh, better. There's a lot of new rookies that we're going to be having that I'm interested to, to, to watch. So. I uh, will try to go more games next year. This year, not so much. Not so much. I haven't. Maybe we can do a podcast from the games. Ooh, I don't know if that's going to happen because of the internet, but we can try. Oh, yeah, that's true. They have Wi-Fi there. Yeah, they do, but not a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up because I believe KCOG's about to start. Uh, good luck to you guys in fantasy, uh, except for Josh. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Later. Peace out. Idiots out. Nos vemos.